Good evening, everyone. You are listening to the Old Clap Lady podcast. I'm sure many of you know that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and that I am a breast cancer survivor. Um, this is my fourth year in remission because, like I said in the previous podcast, they count it from the time that you start treatment. So I am... I would think maybe in a few weeks, I'll be a fully four-year in remission. And I had uh, stage two triple negative breast cancer. Um, And the reason why it was deemed stage two is because it went into the lymph nodes. And that can be quite scary because the lymph nodes contains fluid that grows all throughout the body. And thank God it was caught with... Um, by the time it was stage two, but um, at one point I I saw old scans and it was near my brain and that that was very scary. And as I was going through treatment, there were things that I just didn't watch on TV. I stopped watching the news because it seemed like every time I look around, someone was, you know, succumbing to cancer and I just did not want to deal with that. I believed God for life. I believed God for what was said in Psalm 91. With long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. So um, four years later, I'm reading a book by John Eckert. It's called, excuse me, Desperate Prayers, for desperate times. And in that book, there's, uh, I mean, I'm only on chapter one. And in that book, he uses Hannah. Hannah was married to Elkanah. And Elkanah also had another wife. And uh, her the first letter started with a P, and I'll, I'll look it up and address it as I move forward. So, what happened was um, Hannah was barren at for at a particular point in time where she could not give her husband a child, and but the other wife, um, the one well actually Elkanah had two wives, but there was one wife called Penina P E N I N N A H. And Panina was able to give Elkanah children, but Hannah did not. And what happened was Panina tormented and mocked Hannah. Because back in that day, it was important for a woman to be able to have children, give her, her, her husband offspring. That, from what I understand is something that is, um, makes a husband feel worthy, important to be able to have a child so that, you know, if it's a male child, you know, the, the male can carry on the name. And it's, it's important today, too, because it's just how the human race is, and, and it is what it is. Not everyone has to have children or everyone doesn't want to have children. I'm just saying for those who choose to have children, or adopt or whatever. They want someone who can carry on their name. And 
Hannah could not do it. And it hurt her so much because that was something that she really wanted. And while her husband knew that it was important, but he loved her. He loved her. He was in love with her. And so it didn't matter in that she couldn't give him children. The fact is, he just loved her. And he, at one point, he said, isn't my love for you enough? And he, he gave an example um, when he talks about, when he says, I love you 10 times more than, I forget what he equated it to. And I'm sure Hannah knew he loved her, but she wanted to have a child. And then you have the other wife, Penina, who is symbolic to me of the devil or the enemy, who is constantly mocking her. And when we're going through something, you know, we're believing God for something um, and trusting God. And then you have the enemy, a little imp who comes in and says, oh, God's not going to give it to you. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. He, you know, he doesn't want you to have it. Everybody else around you will be blessed, but not you. You're not special enough. But that's not what the word of God says. God seeks out whom he may bless. It brings him joy to bless. God said in his word that he will give us our heart's desire. That's the covenant that we have with the Lord and that the Lord has with us. And Hannah continued to go to the synagogue and pray and pray and pray. And it got to a point where she prayed, where it seemed like she was murmuring or, yeah, because she just didn't know what else to pray for. And I have been going through things in my life where I have just prayed, where I am praying out, like, I don't know what else to pray for. I'm like, God, I prayed. I don't know what else to pray for. What else am I supposed to say? And that's a point of desperation where you just continue to go before the Lord and you pray and you pray and you pray. And I grew up in a church where people spoke in tongues. And a lot of times when I don't know what to pray for, I pray in tongues because I believe that by me praying in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, <coughs> excuse me, knows what I need at that time and will communicate it to the Lord. And so <clears throat> Hannah was praying and praying where, <clears throat> excuse me, the minister thought that she was drunk. So when she went to the synagogue, the the priest thought that she was drunk. And the priest was like, well, what's probably saying, well, what's wrong with this woman? Of course, I'm paraphrasing. And he came up to her one day and he asked her, what's going on? And again, I'm paraphrasing. And they had a discussion. And then he ended up saying, The Lord heard your prayer. And at that moment, whether he meant it or not, he agreed with Hannah. He came into an agreement with Hannah. And the word of God says, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst. So whether he meant it or not, 
he came into an agreement with Hannah. And Hannah grabbed that. She held on to that. And she, that was one of the things that she stood on. The Bible also says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, that is all it takes. All, he, all the Lord needs you to have is faith the size of a mustard seed. <clears throat> and I remember when I actually saw a mustard seed. Actually, it was a few weeks back. And I went with my ex-husband to the store to buy some food items. He's from Nigeria and he likes to cook fresh foods. <clears throat> and he, we went down this aisle and I actually saw the size. I actually saw a pack of mustard seeds. And I will equate it to if you ever have like these buttered rolls or these rolls that have these black specks on them that's the size of a mustard seed so that's that's all just one that's all it takes for us to move the lord and so when you have someone to come into an agreement with you and sometimes when we go through something we don't even have that much faith but we know that we can get somebody to pray with us. And when you get in agreement with someone who has that much faith or more, that's all it takes for the Lord to come in and say, I am here and I will give you your heart's desire. Now, I don't know when. I don't know what time. Because the Bible also states a day is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as a day to the Lord. And just because we don't have something now doesn't mean that we're not going to have it. It just means maybe it's not God's best for us or maybe it's not the right time for us. But I know that <clears throat> I'm believing the Lord for something now. And I believe in, I've been standing on this for years. And when I don't get it, it, it hurts. And I have to still believe God, no matter what. I have to believe that God knows that this is something that I want and something that I desire. And I have to believe that the Lord is going to give me my heart's desire. No matter what it looks like, I have to believe because I choose to believe. I don't know how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And I also don't know under what circumstances it's going to happen. And that's not my job to figure it out. My purpose is to trust God. To do what he said he will do. And it's not easy. Because sometimes I want to help. But the Lord didn't ask for my help. And even when I was going through treatment. There were people who wanted to be. In my inner circle. And I thanked them for that. But. I needed. Only certain people. In my inner circle. People that I know that have been with me. Through time and time and time. 
in certain situations. And there were times that I couldn't pray for myself. I knew that they were going to pray for me. Even when it came to choosing the place that I was going to for treatment, which is the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Noonan, Georgia. I have a very good friend, and I call her my sister friend. And she encouraged me to go. It wasn't really an encouragement. She said, you're going to go. Because she has known people that have gone there. And they've had good success. And so she could attest to the quality that they provided. Not to say that I couldn't get the same level of care here in Charlotte. Because I'm sure that's a possibility. You know, that's... It happens. So, she encouraged me to go. She went with me to various appointments, various surgeries. I had, because it was my son and I, 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 the Lord put people in my path to watch my son for me while I go back and forth to Georgia. My ex-husband, his father, he took time off from work to be here to help me through this. And it was just a lot of people that really stepped up. They had done so many different things, cooked me meals and checked in on me. And there were also some people that strayed away. At first it helped, it hurt me, but I realized that every journey that you go through, people are not supposed to go through it. And clearly that was a, a desperate time for me because I, I wasn't ready to die. And the Lord, the Lord got me through that. And even now that I'm going through something and I'm standing and believing God for what I'm looking for, for what I want from him, I'm going to continue to trust him that he's going to Give me my heart's desire that he's going to make a way for me and that he's leading my steps. No matter what it looks like, no matter what the enemy may try to tell me, at the end of the day, I am his child and he is my father. And Father God, I come before you, Lord God. I thank you, Father, because during this time... It is, we are all going through desperate times right now, Lord God, with COVID, people being sick around us and people losing their jobs and being financially strapped and just not knowing what's going to happen from day to day. But Father, one thing that we can count on, Lord, is your consistency, Lord God, your consistency in our lives, Lord God. People may leave us circumstances come and go, but you will never leave us, Lord God. And we just thank you for your favor, your goodness, your mercy, and your grace, Father. And I give you the praise, the honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good night, everyone. You are listening to the Old Clap Lady podcast. Bye-bye.